In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. St. Peter writes, I think it is good to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. There's something deeply moving about our epistle passage this morning. St. Peter is rapidly approaching death, the very death Jesus revealed to him long ago around a charcoal fire. He's much older now, but the transfiguration of Jesus on the holy mountain is a memory that hasn't faded. It's clearly something he thinks about a lot. And maybe more so now as he prepares to shed his earthly tabernacle and be with the Lord. St. Peter is fortifying himself with the memory of Christ shining on the mountain as he prepares himself for death. But he knows that what he saw that day on Mount Tabor wasn't something only for him, but for the whole church and for all time. The glory he saw that day and the voice he heard was meant to sustain the church long after his passing. He says, I endeavor that you may be able, after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. The church has honored St. Peter's wishes. The story of the transfiguration is recounted in the Gospels, and it's honored every year on August 6th. It's not surprising why this is the case. The Transfiguration is one of the few places in the New Testament where Jesus appears as he truly is. C.S. Lewis once described Christ as a king who has come in disguise to save the world. This is generally the case, but today Jesus is not in disguise. His identity is clear and unmistakable. Today Jesus is wonderfully transfigured in raiment white and glistening. The Father is working to seduce our hearts through the beauty of his Son. The transfiguration is a preview of what's to come. It points us to the end of the age when Jesus will descend in glory to judge the world. It heralds the time when righteousness will shine like the sun and all creation will be purged from evil and made new. The luminous glory that mysteriously flowed into the humble cloth of Jesus' garments, will one day keep flowing. His glory will spread until God is all in all. The transfiguration is also a preview of what we will become. It reveals our future as followers of Christ. The uncreated light that shined in Christ will also shine in us. It will shine in our souls, but also in our bodies. 
This is God's plan for every single human life. And this is perhaps the most shocking revelation of the transfiguration. The clay is becoming like the potter. The great champion of Christian orthodoxy, St. Athanasius, famously wrote that God became man so that man might become God. What Christ is by nature, we become through adoption. He wants us to not only bear his image, but to grow into his likeness. When the disciples cowered before the blazing Christ that day, they were also cowering before what they would become. The Father is turning us into his sons and daughters. St. John writes in one of his epistles, Beloved, we are God's children now. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. St. Paul echoes St. John in his second letter to the Corinthians. He says that those living in the Spirit with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. As Christians, we are in a process of transformation. In Hebrew, St. Paul describes God as a consuming fire. And fire, as we know, changes everything it contacts. God is like fire. He transforms everything he touches. One writer puts it like this. We are made to catch fire. We are like lumps of coal, dusty and inert, and possess little to be proud of. But we have one talent we can burn. You could say that it is our destiny to burn. He made us this way because he intended for his blazing life to fill us. The same writer says that we'll have to start remembering that every other human being we encounter, no matter how exasperating, is a recipient of this same divine invitation. Every person we meet is called to blaze up with glory. Just think how vibrant our world, our lives would be if we could hold this insight at the forefront of our minds. Indeed, God made us vessels for his blazing light. St. Peter reminds us in the same letter that God made us to be partakers of the divine nature. He has made us to burn with his presence. Jesus says that the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. The Feast of the Transfiguration is a particularly apt time for baptisms. Because as we witness the beginning of the Christian life, in baptism we are reminded of its glorious end. In the sacrament of baptism, the fire is ignited. 
the lump of coal which will one day shine bright, begins to smolder with divine light. In baptism, the Father's voice descends from heaven as it did on the holy mountain. He declares us his beloved sons and daughters. The Father has made us his children and heirs through water and the Holy Spirit. Today, my son Ronan will be baptized. And my prayer is that he will never lose this hope he will always keep this end in mind. I pray that he, like St. Peter, will one day look back on his life and marvel at the glory of God. That long after my decease, he will keep these things always in remembrance. In Christ's illumined body, we are reminded what we are to hope for, and strengthened by what we will become. Let our hearts be stirred by the memory of Christ's transfiguration and revel in the promise that when he appears, we shall be like him. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.